This podcast replay is brought to you by Craig Zins, Acura Pembroke Pines. Visit the number one volume Acura dealership in the Southeast United States 12 years in a row at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. Let's go to a man that also believes four days in a dark room is also therapy. <laughs> I think one day I'm going to turn off my light here and not even put the screen on and just tell you I'm in a dark room taking care of my therapy because you know what? Every Wednesday we talk about red light therapy with redrecover.com. Maybe maybe we'll try a little black light on our Acura Pembroke Pines reports on Monday and Friday. Um, isn't it therapy just to be in a beach somewhere in some, in some you know, tropical island somewhere with a drink in your hand, getting a little sun? That, that, that's pretty good therapy for me, Ira. I mean, to get you know, away from life, I'm good. I'm good like that. You know what, Bigo? If you're going to take a minimalist approach, you probably aren't going to publicize it. Like, you're probably going to be minimalist about that also. This is all just the ongoing show. And I got to tell you, if you're just doing the one-year rental, like the Jets did with Brett Favre, and you're going to take that approach, you know, we've seen it with Peyton Manning before yeah. or with Tom Brady to an extent. I don't know if you want all the Aaron Rodgers drama also. Amen. I mean, because having a drama queen there also, say what you want about Tom Brady. And, and his in his life off the field, but he's always been all about the game. It was only really drama is. the last year because of the divorce, unfortunately. And again, that's... And, and that was an, 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 an ex, you know extenuating circumstance, but right. it's been about the game. Aaron Rodgers, at the first sign of something going wrong, whether it's with the Buccaneers, whether it's with the Jets, whether it's back with the Packers, it's still going to be it's still going to be something. And here's the deal. You're going to have to groom your next quarterback regardless. Aaron Rodgers isn't going forever. And you saw what happened with the Jordan Love situation in Green Bay. So uh, that's a very tenuous thing. And anyone who's talking about that with the Dolphins, with what you have with Tua and the room to grow now, I find to be absolutely absurd. No, here's the best part about that story that really gets a twist. You're going to love this part because they're talking about the Jets. And and remember, they've got his former coach there. So, But they need a decision quickly. But here's the problem with the Jets. And this is what the talk is around the NFL that Derek Carr or even Aaron Rodgers could be thinking about this. They they're not getting rid of Zach Wilson. So whoever goes in there, you got to kind of also be a mentor. And those two guys probably have no interest in mentoring. They're trying to finish out their careers. One wants to win a title for the first time and the other one if he goes there. But then here's the other part of it. Aaron Rodgers is not built for New York. He may be a great player, we know that, but th- the way he, he is, he the is, way he's though. wired, Ira, I you know he it. He thinks he is, though. Just like he thought it could be hosted Jeopardy, he thinks he could do right. anything better than anyone, and then he'll realize what he stepped into. But his <laughs> ego is such that he thinks it, he can make it work there. I think at the end of the day, he winds up back in his comfort zone in Green Bay. It just makes too much sense. Or, or, the, or the Raiders. Or the Raiders, because yeah, that won't this, be that bad. This is all for show also, and it's what he does. And I think you're much better just taking a hands-off approach in that situation. It also, Big O, shows you the beauty of a guy like Orion Fitzpatrick who comes in, who understands he's just a rental, who understands there's a young guy behind him who works with that young player at any of his most recent stops. That's the difference when you get a stopgap like that versus getting a stopgap ego. All right, uh, I was uh, listening to Oladipo yesterday, and uh, one of the things that I completely agree with him, and I think the Heat also saw this, and I think anybody with some general knowledge of the NBA, 
You acquired two intelligent players. You acquired two guys that can fill a position that hasn't been really filled right this year in today's kind of league. I I don't think there's going to be a really tough transition with Kevin Love and Cody Zellner because they're smart, because they know their basketball, and and because you have a lot of high high IQ guys, too, on this team already as it is. I'm I'm not expecting a lot of bumps in the road for those two guys. Yeah, they'll realize where they fit in, where they don't fit in. They're not going to make waves. They're not going to get in someone's way. It's it's almost the opposite of the Russell Westbrook situation with the Clippers where he's trying to sort of – you know, revive a career, salvage who he is. You're not going to have any of that. I'm all for IQ. I'm all for intelligence. You still got to produce. For sure. And that's still, there's still our area of concerns and need on this team. And again, we talk about old rosters. Cody Zeller, 30 years old. Kevin Love, 34. Jimmy Butler, 33. Kyle Lowry, 36. Victor Oladipo, 30. This is an old roster. It'll still be interesting. Big O, this team has five back-to-backs left, including tonight in Milwaukee, and Saturday in Charlotte. Be very curious. That's five back-to-backs of their final 21 games, 23 games. Five of them will be the second night of back-to-backs. It'll be interesting with an older roster. You could make the argument they now have more depth to get through that. But you know what? You still need some of that youthful vitality. And I'm really curious. Jimmy Butler coming back from Argentina, that hellaciously long flight. If he had enough energy to do that during All-Star break, I don't want to hear he's limited to 28 minutes. Well, you saw Dame. You saw Dane Lillard. What happened there? It's absurd. It's absurd that you have an all-star break and the Portland Trail Blazers have two guys out for rest management tonight or yesterday in Damian Lillard and, and, and Jeremy Grant. You know what? Kurt Heelan and I speak about this on our radio. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. To his yeah. credit, they were locked in a plane for seven hours. It took a lot of energy to put that video and that rap video together. So maybe Dane was just so worn out from making that rap video that, you know, we have to understand why he took it off. I mean, really, seriously, that, that they're in the middle of a playoff run. Well, like, maybe they aren't, but they could say they are, but maybe they're looking at draft choices instead. And, you know, you say one thing, you mean another. We're going to see a lot more of that down the stretch. Teams are going to decide it's not worth getting to the play in just to lose one game and be in the lottery with the worst seed. You're going to see some very interesting schematics by teams holding out players, and you just hope the Heat don't get burned by that when they're playing a team the Heat's competing with, whether it's New York, whether it's Brooklyn, maybe Cleveland. But that's the problem with an NBA and the draft meaning so much. We're going to see a lot of curious moves when it comes to injury report over these final six weeks of the season. Yeah. No, it's uh, – it's uh, uh, but tonight, uh, what we have, what, Depot's back – Tyler's back, and no Kyle Lousy? I'll let you stick with the nicknames. Through only three players are out for the Heat, Nikola Jovic, Kyle Lowry, and Omar Yurtsevin. I think we all expected Kyle to miss a little bit more time. I like what Eric Spolster said. And, and again, oh, well, no matter where you stand on Kyle Lowry or not, you need him to be right, right, and be himself. When you're 36 years old, it's hard to be anything less than 100% and be effective. He gave his all for the first half of the season. He led the NBA in minutes over the first six weeks of the season. They did wear him down to a degree. Look, this is what I think. I don't need 75% Kyle Lowry. We've seen what that looks like. Give us hope. Tell us you're holding him out to get him back to 100%, and maybe we see one last hurrah, 
one last charge for Kyle Lowry. That makes the most sense. Hope with Kyle Lowry? Come on. There's no there's no hope with with I'm sorry, with Mr. Lousy. There there come on. That he was hope pretty is... good the first half of the season. He was pretty good still this time time was missing. So I'm not gonna write him off just yet. And again, Big O, people who are writing off Kyle Lowry Lousy. are doing it because they think there's a better plan B. If there was in the buyout market, you can make an argument. It's Gabe Vincent. Right. Love Gabe Vincent. Love yeah. what he's done. He is a middle-of-the-road point guard. He is not a guy you say, that guy is going to get me to the Eastern Conference Finals. That guy is going to get me to the NBA Finals. So at least with Kyle, he can hold out hope, knowing Gabe can hold down the fort for now. Can, can we bring back Magic Johnson circa 1987? And then you can go to the Finals. Outside of that, they don't have a point guard that's going to take them to the Finals. <laughs> And yet didn't make a move in that direction when Westbrook, no. when Beverly, when Bones Highland, when Reggie Jackson were out there. So obviously they have a certain thought that either Kyle gets back or the ball handling of Bam, the ball handling of Jimmy, of Tyler, of Dave, that they have enough right there. But it was very curious that the Heat had two moves to make and neither was for a point guard. Oh, no. And by the way, you made me really, really happy by telling me or telling all of us in the Red Recover uh, show that uh, the Heat really were never really interested in in Westbrook. And and to that, I give a golf clap because that's progress because uh, there's been one stupid uh, contract after another and one dumb move after another the last eight years. That wouldn't have been a contract. That wouldn't have been money. Whatever. It would have been been a dumb move because he just doesn't fit. He's he's inefficient. You don't need another inefficient player on a team that desperately needs more efficiency and more threes and at least Kevin can help you out in that area. You know what I'm saying? Hope- yeah, no, and Eric Spolster said it. He sees Kevin Love as a guy who can create spacing like Duncan yes. Robinson did at one point. For sure. That you know it's Kevin Love. And I've always mentioned this. It's not necessarily your three-point percentage. It's the respect that you have for players to play you honestly. That's what P.J. Tucker had last season. People knew he was sitting out there. They paid attention. That's what Kevin Love can do. Look, I'm really curious about Kevin Love. I'm, I'm more curious about him than I've been about a Heat player maybe in years because I know that he could be that Jay Crowder kind of player. He could be that type of late-season addition that does swing the pendulum, or he might not be. Need to see it, want to see it. Tough trip right now. Milwaukee tonight, Charlotte tomorrow. In Philadelphia on Monday, we'll get a good read before the Heat play their first home play home game after the All Star break. Yeah, I'm I'm a little different than you. I I think it's an addition that they needed. It'll give them more balance. They're a little better team, but I don't think in the big picture it makes one bit of difference. I don't think you go any deeper in the playoffs, and you'll be lucky to win one extra game down the stretch because of it. I just think that you become a better team. Uh, and you you can be more competitive now, you know, down the stretch. That's what I think ends up happening for the Heat, that at least you're a better team. But I don't think this is the, you know, this is the, 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 the real difference maker. In order for him to do that, Ira, I think he would have to bring something to the table on defense. And I just see him more as a guy that really brings more balance to the offense. Yeah, but Eric could also hide him. I mean, he's hiding everyone the last few seasons in his own defense. If you can hide Duncan and you can hide Tyler, well, hell, you're just trying to hide another guy. So I think I agree. He balances. Look, I wrote this in my Ask Ira at the Sun suddenly yesterday, and I believe it. It's really a matter of the rest of the regular season how Jimmy Butler attacks it. Does it mean something to him? Does it mean everything to him? Does Jimmy Butler realize his life could be a lot easier 
if the Heat finish six and especially five? Or is it going to be the same old Jimmy Butler, wait to the playoffs and I'll be there, which he wasn't in 2021 against the Milwaukee Bucks when the Heat were swept out. So I am curious, the Heat need activated Jimmy Butler right now. Is Jimmy on board with that? We'll see that starting tonight in Milwaukee. Well, and one more thing for Jimmy. His life sure. will be a lot easier if he's not a general manager anymore and makes any more suggestions. Keep and we've it, seen that across keep, the yeah, league. And we yeah. saw that with keep LeBron. Suggestions. We saw it with Lowry. You know yeah. what? Keep we your suggestions to yourself, buddy. We Please. saw it with the Clippers when Paul George and those players said they wanted Russell Westbrook. And to a degree, Lawrence Frank and Tyron Lue capitulated. If that doesn't work out, yeah, I agree. I think the pendulum does swing the other way now because of what you mentioned. Westbrook, that horrible trade with Washington when they gave up Kuzma and Montrell Harrell and Contavious Caldwell-Pope. The Heat when they gave up the possibility of Precious Achua, Cap Space, and Goran Dragic. Now what the Clippers have done with Westbrook. So, so yeah, I, I think now players might just stay in their lane a little bit more, and I think we'll all be better off because of that. I, I just want the Heat to go back to being who they were. They weren't ever really listening to players. They always did what they wanted to do, and whether it was right or wrong or whatever, we can live with it. But if you're also going to add another chef in the kitchen, it, it just becomes – there's just too many chefs in the kitchen, and, and I, I don't want that. Great, to, they listen to arguably the greatest player in the game at his peak in LeBron. And you can see that with Mike Miller and some, and Ray Allen, Shane Battier, Chris, Chris Birdman Anderson. That worked out. Yes, if you have the best player in the game in his prime, you're probably going to listen. Otherwise, I think you have to sit back and say, hey, Andy Ellisberg is great. Pat Riley still has the reputation. Eric Spolster has personnel control. Let them, along with Adam Simon, Nick Harrison, handle that. We'll be better off, and I think that's the way they'll move going forward. Yeah, I'll take my chances there. Should should I go with the Heat with no Giannis uh, and plus one and a half because the Bucks are still favored by one and a half today without Giannis? I still think the Bucks have the better team with Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis is coming back tonight. I think the Bucks have the better players. I, that tells you how good they are without Giannis. It's in Milwaukee. The Heat are two and zero against the Bucks without Giannis, but that was here. This is a tough spot. I also wonder, does Eric Spolstra measure minutes and say, hey, we got to get Charlotte tomorrow and oh. get at least a split here and see how they approach that? Oh, the bastard. You saw that, Sean? You see the nugget he threw there at the end? That is true. Oh, damn it. That clouds my uh, decision there. You, that was good. That was good, Ira. That was good. The Charlotte nugget was good. Yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. Follow him on Twitter at Ira Heapy. Catches worked at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. What are you working on leading up to the game tonight? Well, I spoke Eric Spolster's, uh his comments about, hey, we didn't know during the trade market that we were going to get Kevin Love in the buyout market. But now that we did, it worked out. He was honest. He said, we didn't know Kevin Love would be there. As soon as he was there, it's a no-brainer. Spoke to Omar Yurtsevin, his ongoing efforts in the Turkey earthquakes, what he's doing to help people. His family is safe. His cousin's family lost their home. He spoke about that. I spoke. I wrote a story about Jamari Bouye back with the Heat's G League affiliate. Had a big game last night. He's still on their radar. And later I'm going to write about the uh, reunion again from Cody Zeller and Victor Oladipo. A lot of people forget. Out of Indiana, Vic was the number two pick in 2013. Cody Zeller was the number four pick in 2013 that indiana team under tom crean was number one in the country for 10 weeks that season so they get it back together a yet another heat reunion we've seen it with butler and crowder we saw it with michael Mulder and bam Adebayo last season so the heat are building memories and creating reunions that'll be posted later at the sun sentinel 
Follow him on Twitter at Ira Heatbeat. Ira, as always, thank you, my friend. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll do it again Monday in our Acura Pembroke Pines report. Thank you, Big O. Thank you, sir. There you go. Ira Winderman, and we are out here at, uh, at Craig Zinn's Acura Pembroke Pines. And I'm looking at the lot, and it is overflowing with vehicles, all kinds of selections. So you can get on down here, pick the car you want, the color you want, the style you want, the model you want. But more importantly, the price you want, it is the weekend, baby. They want to make you a great deal. Come on out to Craig Zinn's Acura of Pembroke Pines.